Oh, pass the podcast on the left-hand side. Pass the podcast on the left-hand side. Okay, now um, pass it on the right. Just don't pass it completely. Um, hey, folks, welcome. It is me, Harland Williams, and you're with me on the Harland Highway today. And uh, today is a special show, a very special show. Normally... Uh, You get mostly me. You get a lot of skits and characters and uh, commentary. But today I have a special guest uh, who's going to be with us for pretty much the whole show. Uh, He's a great new comedian who you'll be uh, finding out about as we uh, talk to him uh, today. You'll find out uh, about where you can uh, get information on him. And you'll just, uh, in general, get to be a fly on the wall. And listen to our crap. Uh, <laughs> but I think you're gonna gonna really enjoy this guy. I know I did. Uh, his name is Justin Schlegel, and uh, you know what? I'm gonna just stop talking about it. Hope you enjoy uh, our visit with Justin. Let's get to it right now because, ladies and gentlemen, you are on the Harland Highway. First, he's a crow. Then he's my crew. There's 20,000 beings in this single dude He entertains Right from his brains From his mind to yours is like a bullet train Fires random thoughts Off the top of his head He's as surprised as you are hearing what he said So let's all enjoy He's got a lot to say Open your mind It's the Harland Welcome to the Harland Highway. Hey everybody, scattily diddly do. It's Harland Williams here on the Harland Highway. And what a treat. What a wonderful treat today is. So there's days when you wake up, and you see the fluffy clouds go by, and you watch the hotel crumble to the ground, and you just feel happy to be alive. I have a special giggly guest in with me today. Uh, very... Uh, Excellent guest. Uh, his name, J.S. Justin Schlegel. Am I saying it right? You're saying it perfectly. Schlegel. Always Schlegel. Schlegel. With bagel. Is it Schlegel or Schlegel? Schlegel. Schlegel. I always Schlegel. have trouble with your name. It's German for sheep herder. Really? Wikipedia that action. So, okay, going off of that, does that, that would indicate that somewhere down the chain, we someone in your family was a sheep herder. Sheep where the fuck to go. Really? Like, hey, sheep, and the rest of your ilk that way. So there's elk, too. Sheep elk, and elk? She, anything. We've, we've probably herded humans. We just wow. like, we like to take other creatures yeah. and tell them, this is where you're heading today. So wait a minute. So do you have the herding, herding instinct? Like, you know how a sheep dog, like, even if it's never been around sheep, the minute you put it around sheep, it just goes, and it knows what to do. Are you I like that? I had 17 comics uh, follow me to get poutine last night. And really? I, I ushered them into a little poutine hut, and I felt very natural. Wow. Like, hey, Tommy, Ingrid, Philip, Scooter, Chester, Johnny Chucklenuts, we're going to go get poutine. Follow my lead. Next thing you know, everybody's enjoying themselves. Wow, that girl must have been worn out. She was very upset. Wow. Well, welcome to uh, the Harland uh, Highway. This is your first visit here, right? I'm very excited to come uh, trekking down the highway 
to Funtown, population you, with your <laughs> extremely long fingers. Christ. I, I actually I, have short fingers, believe it or not. I, I don't know. Those, you have short fingers, but big knuckles and just massive Kruger nails. I, 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 have, <laughs> I have big uh, hands, but my fingers are kind of short. Like if I put my hand up next to a girl, they're about the same size, which is, which is bad. You have effeminate hands, but like such a masculine torso and set of lips. Yeah, so that masculine set of man lips that sets it off. Um, so let's. I got some questions for you, man, because you you know a lot. You've been around the world. You know things. I've been to so many destinations. <laughs> Can I rattle off a few? Bowie, yeah, Maryland? let's hear them. Let's hear them. We'll play to Maryland. Maryland. I, Maryland. I've been to Bowie. I've been to Essex, Maryland. Wow. I have been to Westminster, Maryland. Wow. And coming up a little later this year, based on some contacts that I made last night, do you know Barry Burlbaum? Nobody uh, does. I just met him. Um, <laughs> he wants me to head over to Dover, Delaware, because apparently he books a, uh, a Planned Parenthood. All right. Well, what I meant to say is you've been around your own little world, yeah. not not the world. No world. Yeah. All right. Well, based on your worldly experience, I'm sure you have answers to some of these. Samuel L. Jackson. All right. What okay. does the L stand for? I don't know if I know. I don't know if anybody knows. Can you please tell me? What the L in Samuel L. Jackson is. I, I don't know. Simple response. What? Samuel L. Jackson. The man is black. The man is sweet. The man is talented. And he's sought after. Licorice. Licorice. Like Samuel black licorice. Samuel Licorice Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> that is what the L stands wow, for. Wow, that's right. Wikipedia. Check it out. See, I knew you'd know. Okay, well, then let me try this one on you. William H. Macy. See, you get that, crack that egg. Man, William H. Macy. What's that H all about? You ever seen his skin? Have you ever seen it up close? It's very pasty. It's soft. It's easily cuttable. Dare I say spreadable. William Havarti Macy. Havarti? Havarti as in the cheese, as in his flesh, (laughs) as in white and delicious. Oh, my God. I thought Havarti was a type of sewing machine. No, Havarti is a... Highly, highly sought after cheese. I've never heard of Harvardi. You never heard of Havarti cheese? I, I used to read the Havarti Boys mysteries when I was a kid, but <laughs> I didn't know it was a cheese. It's a cheese. It from goes where? From Havardiana. It's Harvardiana. You're it's, making up countries. I'm, uh, that's a county. This right. is your own little world. This is my own little place. No, it's where Nick Nolte went to community college at Havarti <laughs> County Community <laughs> College, HCCC. <laughs> That's where you learn to oh, act in their theater program. All right. Well, you're getting good at this. Here's here's another one. This is JFK. I think I know what the first two stand for. But what's what's the F stand for in JFK? Uh, John, John F. Kennedy. Something Kennedy. John w- what something. What is that F? Uh, well, I can only imagine, you know, after he had a hollow point go flying through his thoughts, it was, Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. Probably the minute that he had a round go piercing through his dreams. Wow, he probably wasn't like you know John Dagnabbit Kennedy. Yeah, or John what the heck Kennedy? That was John. Fuck Kennedy. Kennedy. You're right, man. You are really good at this. Tried out for Jeopardy fourteen times. Now, if you let 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 me ask you this: If you were riding in the motorcade, and let's say it wasn't. Jackie in the seat, but it was you sitting there in the pink dress and the bonnet, propped up on the seat beside. What would you do? What would your when when he took the F into the head? What would you have done? I immediately reached for a wet nap. Did you see how nice that dress was? 
I mean, it was a high-quality silk cotton hybrid that looks like that's not going to come out of. So I immediately find the first Secret Service guy I can find. I say, do you have any wet naps, Purell, handy wipes? I need to get, I need to get this skull and brain matter off oh. of me because... I don't know that they had wet naps in the 60s. They came over on the Nina, Pinta, and Santa Maria to find wet naps and spices for the queen. <laughs> All right? Okay, you got me. God, you you are hard to stump here. Continue uh, on down the Harland Highway. All right, let's get into something that uh, I've always wondered about you in this. What What was your favorite Muppet, first of all? Okay. From the Muppets, what was your fave? Uh, tr- uh, truly, my animal. It was my first memorable Christmas gift. Okay. I got the animal drum set. Wow! And my dad, three to four minutes within owning the animal drum set, wanted to take one of the drumsticks and absolutely Van Helsing me through the heart with that thing <laughs> because it was driving him nuts. Animal was great. He was my favorite. And if he was alive, if he was a real guy, and you could go out on the town with him with Animal, if you could go anywhere with him on a cruise, wherever. What would you and Animal do? What would what would the, be the scenario? I'd probably take him to some sort of picnic attended exclusively by blind people to wow. just scare the shit out of every last attendee as they're sitting down fumbling for the jelly and jam amongst the grass while the <laughs> midday sun beats down on their poorly functioning eyeballs. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, you just hear, they think, I don't know where to run to. I don't know where that's fucking coming from. But something is out here, and I would just sit back and giggle and enjoy a juice box while he <laughs> laid waste to all sorts of folks that are running around like bees have been unleashed. Wait a minute. Let me get this straight. There's jellies and jams in the grass? They have jellies <laughs> and jams in jars, but it's a picnic, as I pointed out. So okay. they're probably sitting amongst the grass flora and or fauna. <laughs> Checkerboard sheet laid out beneath them. As I said, they fumble for the silverware to, to spread the smuckers upon the Ritz that they have to... Just hope is a Ritz. I mean, they have to take someone's word for it. What else could it be? Hopefully it's not a knockoff, okay? I have to take the cashier's word for it. I said they're all blind. Next thing you know, Animal and I come rolling up on the segways. All right, we've got matching ones. Mine's white. His is black. All right, very ebony and ivory. I unleash him into the crowd. And he goes nuts. He goes bananas. I sit back. I laugh. And I no longer question Jesus' love because I'm looking at it in person. While a human Muppet scares the shit out of a blind picnic. I think maybe you could just scare them without the animal. Yeah, just run around. You know what I would love to do is to attend a a, a blind picnic and just run around and just tickle and run. Yeah. Just like just just a a drive-by tickling and run. That's got to be freaky. It's got to be awful. To be blind and have someone tell you. It's like one of those horror movies where you see teenagers fumbling in the dark and like, one of the creatures is like brushes their face or something. Someone's knocked the light bulb out, yeah. fumbling in the dark, and yeah. you, you hear the, is that you, Johnny? And then the next thing you know, there's claws in their back. Scare. I would do that, except instead of claws, it would just be ticklings, and they'd run off into the woods. I didn't think this interview would get scary, but I'm getting goosebumps. Could you turn the lights up? No, I'm yeah, scared. Put some pants on. I'm scared. Put some pants on. What are goosebumps? There, it's like a weird, sudden, full-body, herpetic emotional outbreak. Your entire body's like, herpes! Now they're gone. Yeah. Every you... last little pore in your body just decides to Pompeii its ass up for a second. To It's like for like a brief moment you become sandpaper. You're like an X-Men. 
You for just two like, seconds, you have the worst X-Man ability capable. Yeah, you Cyclops, could, shooting lasers, yeah. Wolverine, heals himself, Storm. I'm going to make it do just that. Hey, Goose Pimple Man, what can you do? Get scared. Come on over and uh, smooth out my canoe paddle. Yeah. Come over here. Let me buff that balsa wood for you. God. But you have to scare the shit out of me first. It's a bad X-Men power, man. It's a terrible power. What would your X-Men power be? If you, you, you probably have one, but you don't, what, what is it? If Tell I me. Had, be if honest. I had, if I had an X-Men power, some sort of, of super, superhero power yeah. to, to, to ward, off, ward off danger, yeah. I would make people have to instantly go to the bathroom with a look. I would make people have to instantly go deuce, like, like a fiendish deuce, not like a, I can pinch this one off while we have our superhero battle. I mean, like a, this thing needs to get taken care of immediately or I'm going to shit my tights. Okay. Like I'm wow. not going to look like, you know, the master of Your magnetism, tights. Magneto, when yeah. I'm filling my drawers with a little poutine. With their tights on, you said. And because it swells up. You know, I, I would love to make people have to instantly go to wow. the bathroom just with a I don't know if, I don't know if that would that that could be used for the good or the betterment of mankind. That that sounds borderline evil to me. That's it's more of like a self defense mechanism. Like the minute. Oh, that, okay. So if like uh, if like uh, Magneto or someone's or Ovaltino or someone's coming at you. You can just make him have to take a dump. Corporal Tunnel Tino comes yeah. bringing his wrinkly wrists up towards me to yeah. flap me around, and I just kind of shoot him the hairy eyeball. Next thing you know, he's like, I need a Johnny on the spot <laughs> right now, or I'm going to ruin my super tights. <laughs> Excellent. You know what? At first, I was apprehensive. I was a little nervous. I wasn't on board with your superpower, but now I absolutely love it. I love it, and it's... And you can never have it, like, pointed back at you like it's not my fault. I saw that guy yeah. eat at the Waffle House three hours ago. It's not me. Well, what would your name be, though, with, when you have such a power where you can – was it Movement Man? Craptastic. Um, oh, wow. I don't know. Um, the Deuce. Good. The uh, Deuce. Double Down. <laughs> the Log Cabin. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the Log Cabin. Uh, Pinch, Pincherton Loaf, Loaferson. Get um, me Thunderloaf on line five. The Pooh. Something. Oh yeah, the poo. That's the poo. taken though. Brown Thunder. Winnie the Pooh. How's Winnie, that? Uh, there you go. See, if I had a super villain headquarters, it would be Pooh Corner. Oh, okay? that's right. And my like my Igor esque sidekick would be Tigger, who would give you chiggers. Oh wow! You've you've thought this. Uh, I I think you might have somehow thought this out, and I think maybe you really are the Deuce. I am the Deuce. I think this isn't even like you're a hypothetical. Your, uh, you're feeling your Don't stomach Don't stare at me tight. like that. You're feeling your oh my stomach God. get a little tight. Hang on, listen to that. You hear that rumbling? Oh my God, what are you doing? Dude. All right, hang on. I got to pause. Can, can we pause for a minute? Let's go ahead and hit a, hit a quick can pause Can you stick on around for a minute? Let's, are you going to be okay? Yeah, give me a minute, okay? We'll be right back. This is Harlan Williams here on the Harlan Highway with the deuce. And we'll, we'll be right back. We'll be right back with the deuce. Son of a bitch. Hey, this is Harland Williams with another helpful tip here on the Harland Highway. Are you tired of getting parking tickets? You pull up to the curb and there's a bunch of confusing signs about the hours and the times and the days you can park in a certain place on the street. Well, here's what you do. Next time you pull up to a confusing parking zone and don't want to worry about getting a ticket, 
Just pull your car right up over the curb and park it on the sidewalk. Legally, it's not even on the street. You're right on the public sidewalk. You'll avoid tickets. You'll avoid confusion. You'll avoid being bothered by confusing parking signs. Just another friendly tip from me, Harlan Williams, here on the Harlan Highway. All right, we are back. We are back with the deuce. Feel uh, good? Feel better? Well, I don't even want to talk about Yeah, I do. I'm not going to look at you for the rest of the interview. Okay, just you can look at me, but don't stare. Don't give me the stink eye, which it really old, is. you hairy eyeball. Yeah, yeah, that is literally, that, that's it, stink eye. Stink eye. Stink eye would be the name. Wow, okay. Um, speaking of uncomfortable moments, I wanted to ask you, what's, what's your worst memory? Of seeing something you didn't want to see. I would have to say it would be one of two things. Okay. One. Can we hear both? I'm going to give you both. Oh, you, both. you rock. Because okay. you're the deuce. I'm you the have deuce. to give us two. I come in two. Okay. okay. <laughs> Where it's, I'm like Twix. Okay. <laughs> the minute you're done with one, you're like, that was delicious, but I wish there was more. Oh, shit, there is. <laughs> it's like, like a the... Reese's Cup. Maybe that's okay? your name, Twix. Twix. <laughs> but Twix, my freshly pooped bottom. Oh, my God. Um, I would have to say it would be my mom... Having intercourse with my gigantic stepdad. Uh, oh, he was a fatty? Which, and not just a fatty, like one of those monstrous, like TLC, we'll do a special on them. <laughs> we have to get the backhoe and cut out half the house to haul his Gilbert great mom-looking ass out of the oh, sky. Oh, God, that's almost a, a Nat Geo one there. It was awful. Having her, like, scale, you know... Mount butt cheek to oh. make her way, you know, to the little mushroom kingdom tucked beneath his gigantic gut. Oh. I was in my uh, my room and I just heard just the as you want to do it, just oh no, and I'm like mom, are you being attacked? And I like oh. I look out and she has just climbed onto this just mountain of lard. Oh, and so she just, was on top. She had, well, she had to be. I mean, she would have died if she was beneath. I mean, you might as well, wow. you know, back a moving truck over her filled with cellulite because this oh. man. I, I no exaggeration, easily pushing four ninety, maybe five hundred pounds. What was she thinking, Dayton? Is she into fat guys? No, you know what it was. Is he owned a bunch of motorcycles, and when she left my dad, she was really into the biker culture. She feel like she missed out on her youth because she married young. So this dude owned a bunch of bikes and had biker friends, and he was like the big, like Tony Soprano fatty of the group. Like while oh. he was a big, disgusting slop hog, they oh. all, you know, still looked up to him. And she just decided to put down the area where I came from on top of it, and <laughs> I had to witness that, and it was disgusting because what? it wasn't normal sex. It was very Cirque du Soleil. Let me prop my foot. On the ottoman, let me put the other one up on the Betamax player, which we had. Oh, and God. just kind of bounce the bounce the brisket up and down on it. I'd be like watching uh, Princess Leia climb on Jabba the Hutt, and that's exactly what it was. It's like, like a deleted scene from The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, it was like something that Lucas had filmed privately for his own private yeah. stock, and he only watches it in eight millimeter. <laughs> Your child is looking at us. 
Wow. It was disgusting. Well, how old second, were you? Wait, before was, you get, I got to know how old one, you are uh, because uh, this could answer 13. a lot of questions. 13. 13. So you saw, you witnessed one of the most horrific sex acts known to humankind. Even if it was not my beloved mother, right. it has still been one of the most haunting sex acts that I would have ever had to lay witness to. Oh, yeah. Well, even even the fact, even more that it was your mother. And it's, I, first uh, time I had seen this man sans clothing, too. So oh. obviously a fatty like that, his circulation was shit. So oh. there's all these, like, purple, the, purple you know, diabetes-esque looking bruises all over him. Just there looks like, it looks like somebody through small water balloons of KC Masterpiece barbecue sauce at very parts, uh, various parts of his body. And there's just purple and maroon splotches of dying and or dead skin. Oh, my all over God. Him. And obviously, the, his meat and two veg haven't seen the sun since he was, yeah, he was right. preteen. Oh. So it was just, it was this albino. Oh, you saw that? Nublet. I saw, I, I saw it make entry. Oh, it must have looked like someone pulling a parsnip out of a root cellar. <laughs> God. <laughs> I mean, good Lord. Oh. That it is, was so bad. It was awful. It was it just it looked like the marshmallow that you were using for your s'more but you got distracted. <laughs> and then you look back like no, it's melting <laughs> off the stick. Oh. But I've still caught it. Yeah, it was just this gross little mishmash of Havarti and fur. Oh, well th- that being said, you were you were at a in a formative point in your development yeah this is you're 13 probably just when your pubes are coming in and you're starting to have feelings of sexuality and so on and you walk into that wall of meat i walk into this this great wall of redneck china which has to this day reverberated in my in my lovemaking yeah that's what i was gonna say who was the great philosopher that did all this uh, stuff about uh the sociologist Sigmund Freud? Freud. Freud. There's got to be some Freudian implications to oh, there has seeing been... your mother rolling around on a human bowl of uh, pudding pop. Watching a moon bounce fucker was just yeah. the worst thing ever. Uh, no, and to oh. this day, I, I cannot have a, a meaningful physical relationship with a woman unless she looks like Louis Anderson. And I can get on top. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> and child. I have to have a thirteen-year-old walk in on me. It's the oh only my way God! That's yeah. That I can bring myself to roll credits, as it were. Wow! Is to have some terrified child trauma watch me. Yeah, you need that, him. and it's not even like in a gross kind of pedophile kitty porn way. It's oh, just good Lord. It's, no. it's it's a psychological necessity. I need to have yeah. the, the, the impressionable eyes of kinder yeah. upon me while I bed down uh, oh. Roseanne Barr circa 1992. Oh, right? yeah. It's awful. It's oh, terrible. Son. Son. I know. It's where I could have Megan Fox come up to me, and I would, I would push her aside to get to Winona Judd. So you seriously have to get your booty on with a big woman now. I take a carton of cigarettes a six-pack of Pepsi-Cola and a lawn chair, and I prop myself in front of curbs and just wait to see what salty, sweaty mammoth comes walking out of that gym. But wait a minute. It was such a horrific sight. Wouldn't you have the opposite effect where your mind would go, I could never touch anyone with an ounce of fat. I have to go out with beautiful, cellulite-free supermodels because if I see one ripple, one little fault... 
one dent in the ash yeah, tube. You think that I, yeah. would be the case, but it's very much like Stockholm syndrome, where oh. the kidnapper E falls in love with the oh, kidnapper wow. after being locked in place for so long. How about now, more like stockyard syndrome? How about stock, that? Yeah. Stock your stock house syndrome. Yeah. Like it's Baskin Robbins itis. Right? Oh God, child. I know. Child. It's awful. And oh. I deal with it every day. And wow. there's no support groups for for that to deal with people. People that smoke crack, people that, that have unprotected sex with strangers for said crack. Alcoholics. Oh, thieves. Child. They all have people they can talk to. I've got no one. Have you thought about joining Jenny Craig just to talk to people? I that's hence the curves. Curves, yeah, the workout place. Yeah, it's women's it's, it's, a women's gym called Curves. It's the it's the Lane Bryant meets Gold's Gym. Some of those girls are big though. I don't know if it should be called Curves. Maybe like Horizon. They should call it lumps. Lumps Tears. or uh, buttes. Buttes. <laughs> Ever seen a butte out in the desert? Those. What's a butte? A butte is like those kind of big like. Sandy, like you ever watch the Roadrunner cartoons? Yes, it's, it's like those... one of those uh, big pylons of stone in yeah. the distance, like a big obelisk yeah. of, of stone. They should, they call yeah. it jowls. Jowls, yeah. Call it no more cake. Whale shark. They could call it the blubber fortress. Yeah. Like, something. Something other but, than curse. But whatever they call it, you are scarred with it for the rest of your life. It's the burden I bear, sir. Maybe you it's need to just, you know, have at it with an anorexic and break on through to the other side, Jim Morrison. You know what? Riders on that thin, bulimic <laughs> storm. Wow. Right? If okay. If I find someone, I will do that. Well, I don't want to drag this out because this is obviously emotional for you. It's traumatic. Tell me about number two. Okay. Now, this is something I witnessed or happened. You know what? I really shouldn't say tell me about number two to deuce. <laughs> that was a mistake. Tell me about... The second thing. Okay. Now, and again, is this something that I had seen? Something you've seen. Okay. Nothing that actually happened. But no, not no. What happened is a different day, a different podcast. I, um, oh, here's one Uh I I witnessed firsthand. I was in, (laughs) I don't mean to laugh. I was in traffic and I was, uh, sitting still in like gridlock traffic and I was going nowhere the car next to me, to my right, uh, had no car behind it. And some woman, I guess, was on her phone, not paying attention, and came screeching up at like 50 miles per hour and blasted the back of the car directly to my right. And she bottle rocketed through the windshield. Whoa. And like smashed up the back of the glass and then flopped down. And I mean, with like four feet this way. It was just the explosion of the car hitting that made me turn to my right immediately. Oh. And you see just oh. this human cannonball just buck clean through a minivan windshield. Was and she wearing the tight spandex suit and the she, helmet? She had the evil Knievel outfit wow. on and gave everyone the thumbs up as she went through the <laughs> air. And then she stood up. She gave the crowd the peace symbol. And then she did a movie trying to keep Timmy off drugs. Oh, my God. No, That's it was horrific. awful. And, I mean, she was in this human pretzel, like, alive. Somebody help! <laughs> okay, wow. First reaction, turn the radio up so I can just maybe wow. drown out the sounds of unending suffering. Wow. And uh, everybody got out, and they went to check on her, and it, it, it turns out she was in miserable shape now honestly i noticed when you first started into the story you giggled a bit and you said excuse me for laughing and i want i want to examine that because and i want to get to the reality of that 
because I had a story similar where I saw a girl get hit by a car, and I don't want to sound like a jackwad, but when it happened, I laughed initially. I bet you did. And then I felt horrible afterwards, but let me get to why I laughed. It's because it's it's that America's funniest video syndrome. When it's you see a human body doing something out of context where they go through some kind of bizarre physical maneuver, you laugh because you're, you're so used to seeing humans do what they're supposed to do, but when they trip or fall or fly through the air, you laugh. And But it's only when it kind of ends you realize, oh, my God, this is horrible. The occurrence itself is hysterical. As the body flies through the air, it's not her you know, zipping through the air, cartwheeling head over feet. Yeah. That's terrible. It's when she, you know, smacks into the guardrail and her, you know, head pops like a water balloon. That's oh. like, okay, now I feel bad. Yeah, right. But no, it's, it's the, the class. You couldn't have put it any better. The America's Funniest Video, Dad Catches the Wiffle Ball Bat to the Groin. Yeah. Uh, the Guy Trips Down the Stairs type thing. I mean, if I see someone slip and fall out of a chair, have their, their mountain bike whack the curb. It's and they hilarious. Go over, I giggle like a psychopath. And Most then people do. It stops, and then I rush to go check on said person, and then the minute that they take off and I know they're okay, I call 37 people. Yeah. And I'm like, you... It, it, of course, I never say, oh, you wouldn't believe the most tragic thing I just saw. I'm like, it's the first words out of my mouth, I saw the funniest goddamn thing just now. And I did the same thing with this poor woman who blasted through a windshield, shattered her face, broke her arms, collarbone, powdered. Ugh. Talcum powder. Did she live? I don't know. I got wow. out of there. You took off. I yeah, wasn't smart there for move. the aftermath. Oh, no. I had an incident once where I was in a small town in the middle of nowhere. And I think there was three stop signs in the town. And I'd been driving. You know, it was one of those highways where there's nothing, not even a gas station for yeah. 100 miles. One stoplight in the town. And that's right. That. And there wasn't even a stoplight. There were stop signs. And I w- I'd been driving so long without any obstructions that I kind of... My mind got into a place where, oh, there's no need to stop anywhere. There's no one around. And so I'm going down the main street of this little town. And all of a sudden, from the other direction, some guy in his car is, like, speeding towards me. I have a stop sign. He doesn't. But because my mind was so used to driving, uh, you know, obstruction-free. highway hypnosis. Right. I didn't register the stop sign, and I drove right through, and we uh, he almost T-boned me, <laughs> and he swerved around me, and I just went right on through. I was with my girlfriend, and and we just drove through, and like, what the hell? And what he pulled happened? over and skidded to a stop, and he was like... Oh, my God. Like, you could see him panicking, like, waving a leaflet on his face to get air. And me and my girlfriend, literally, we we laughed for about an hour. And it was ridiculous for us to laugh. We literally could have been killed. But just seeing his reaction what out of it context, a- it, it cracked us up. That's a st- and, and that's exactly what we get to. What is it about a, a, a nigh-death experience or, or, or nigh-severe bodily injury that, if avoided... Or you are not a part of yourself. Yeah. Instant hilarity. I know? think it's because there's no context. It's like every day we walk around and we expect people to walk indoors, walk out of buildings, get in their car. You're not expecting it. So it's the surprise element. Because I can tell you right now, if you and I were in Afghanistan or we're in a war situation and you see a guy get hurt or take a bullet, you would immediately not laugh. Yeah. You'd be immediate like, but in how polite, do I help this guy? In polite, civilized, first world society where there is no real change day to day, Yeah, 
when you see something like that, you immediately, you're, it's almost not even like you're laughing at it. It's like you have this life excitement that, oh, God, the page has turned. Yeah. This is great. Life yeah. just took on a whole new dimension now that that fat chick just smacked her head on that ceiling fan. I want Sherbert, Lime to be specific. <laughs> the day's great. Right? Lime to be specific, huh? I remember another, uh, another instance of, of, of harm that came to someone else that, was not me that I laughed at. This is my my. All my right, fun. hold on, hold. Can you hold this I'm thought? Stop right now. I want to hear it. We've got to take a little break, and uh, hang on, folks, because Justin has got another story. It's a humdinger of horrible hilarity, uh, and you're going to be just as guilty as we are of laughing at it when we come back right after this, right here on the Harlan Highway. Hey, this is Harlan Williams, and you're on the Harlan Highway, and I'm here with another friendly tip. Are you getting older, aging every day? You want to have a memory of how you looked when you were in your youthful years? Here's what you do. Go out and buy yourself a high-end photocopier. Don't spend less than ten dollars or $12,000. What you do every day, stick your face in the photocopier and take a photocopy of your face. Paste the picture up on the empty walls around your house and in the garage. Soon, you'll have a collage of every day of the year of your face. You'll be able to remember what you looked like just yesterday or the day before or eight days past that. Yes, you'll never have to wonder how you looked again. Eternal youth with a $12,000 photocopier. Just another friendly tip here on the Harland Highway. Wow, that was, uh, that was fun during the commercial. We did things that we can't say on the podcast. Wow. But what an amazing time. I'm going to throw wow. out a couple of objects and I'll let the listeners put it together. Yeah, let them put it together. Length like... the rope. Yeah. Cocoa butter, way too many tortilla chips, a massive full-size picture of Marlon and Damon Wayans, and a bag of baby carrots. You do the math, listener, and come up with the good time Johnson that me and Johnny Nougat here wow. were doing. Wow, yeah. I didn't, I didn't see the Wayans brother pictures till right at the end there, but what a difference they make. It's hard to see with what we did with those baby carrots and cocoa oh, butter. It's hard for me to say I'm sorry, Chicago. Hey um, okay, let's get back. Before the break, you had another story. We were talking <clears throat> about how... Uh, human beings that uh, have misfortunes, that have accidents, for some reason it triggers a laugh response in, in us spectators. And you, uh, you have another story of hilarious, harmful horror for us. What of, is it? Of, of tragic bodily injury that wow. I bore witness to. Fifth grade, Benjamin Stoddard Elementary School, mm-hmm. Waldorf, Maryland. Know it well. Shot it up once. It was a great time yeah. when you went by. You sprayed a thirty out six. Mm-hmm. Fifteen people mm-hmm. died that day. That's but how you I roll. Them all back with your Christ hands. <laughs> <laughs> it was a spelling bee, and there was a kid named uh, this this Indian. And by Indian, not as in like Pakistani Indian. I mean like American Indian. North American Indian. Dominic Crowfoot was my like little fifth grade intellectual rival, and the spelling bee gets down. To him and I. Got it. Uh, we've eliminated, you know, 12 of the other little goobers. Do you remember the word? Do you remember the final word? Inconsequential. No, I'm serious. What was the final word? That no, was I the want word. to know. Inconsequential. Oh, okay. Well, okay. That was Sorry, the word. I thought you were 
kind of telling me to move on. With no, inconsequential. Oh, no, okay. the, no, the, no, the word was cheddar. Um, cheddar? Yeah, but inconsequential. No. Wow. Yeah. You got me. Sorry about that. Uh, inconsequential. Okay, I'm going to try it. I don't know if I'll get it. I use am, it in a sentence? Uh, it, yeah, let me use it in a sentence. Um, the result of your actions are inconsequential. So move on, playa. Playa. <laughs> but let me try and spell it. I N S. No, wait. I N C O N S T I U A L A. And I do it really fast at the end so you can't catch it. It's I N consequential. Yeah, that that's, that's good. We both as, got it. We I, I okay. know I did. So well, the the Indian kid is the uh one of the two people that are left me and him it's okay. very end my word is inconsequential uh i get it he has to get his and if he gets it wrong he's done whatever anyway so he goes up to the mic and it's one of those uh musician mics it's not the solid stand it's the one with the little elbow at the top but you oh can put don't it let me guess he walked up to the mic and he was like Hello, Cleveland! Hey, somebody told me Waldorf likes to rock. <laughs> and then someone handed him a keytar, and he just ziplined through the place, <laughs> just tossing sprinklers out at kids. A lot of burns that day, but a lot of smiles as well. Sprinklers or sparklers? Sparkler. We call them sprinklers. <laughs> oh, okay. Do you call them sparklers? Well, sprinklers where I come from are things used to water your lawn. No, so. we call those we call those agua squirters. That would be weird to be at like a Bon Jovi concert, and he's throwing sprinklers into the crowd. Hey, everyone, hold up your... Lawn <laughs> hydration devices. Hold up your sod. I got sprinklers. Okay, Here's so somebody wants to hear slippery when wet. Oh, oh my god! Swizzle. So oh my he god. steps up to the mic. Okay, this, uh, I could I could still see this. He steps up to the mic, and nobody at any point had yet to take the mic out of the stand. Okay, everybody just walked up. Kids' hands in their pockets. Yeah, they're scared. Their back. Yeah, I mean you're just completely. They don't want to touch it. Nobody wants to touch that thing. He decides he's going to walk around. You know, do a little crowd work, riff a little bit. He can't get the mic out of the stand, and he's holding on to the bar, and he's right. I'm going to do, like, look at the position I'm in yeah. right here and predict what's going to happen. He's trying to get the mic, which is mouth level with him, out of the stand. Uh -oh. He's pulling with all of his might, and he pops it out, bashes in his front three teeth. It was a total metal wow. mic and caves in all of his teeth across here. And immediately, the judges, from where I am to you, it's about a five-foot distance, is where they were. Caves him in, freaks, spits by cuspid all over the first like three people in the row. Like I mean, there is blood gushing. Oh, out and of he his won. Skin. You got to win he if kills you do that. The crowd went bananas. Yeah. Standing ovation. Inconsequential. And they can't refute it because he might have got it right, but without teeth, how do you? How do you? How do you? How do you call? How do you call his bluff? <laughs> okay, okay, so what happened? He turned into a deer and galloped off because that's what his people do when they find themselves in danger. This man was really? an American. No, he didn't. But I wanted that to happen. Yeah. No, he he bashes his teeth in. He yeah. Spits them out because he immediately has a reaction. <laughs> yeah. What has happened? And the woman, uh, I think she was like um, Miss Rickenbacker, the third grade social studies sure, teacher, Rickenbacher. has a white dress now covered in fifth grade tooth blood and spittle wow all over herself she's <laughs> she freaks out kids are like oh my god what happened to dominic and you look over and i am i am giggling like santa is tickling me with cake 
Oh. I'm I'm giggling like a psychopath. Were you giggling because of the the physicality, or you were giggling because I just won this mofo? Both. Yeah, I there knew, you go. Because Double. for one, I didn't like him. Deuce. And the deuce was laughing at two <laughs> things. The fact that this guy had failed and failed epically, and the fact that he's just spitting fang over everyone. Wow. And that was a real a real moment. You know for what me. I learned from this is that, that um, spelling bees and hockey are the most dangerous sports where you can lose your teeth. Yeah, whether it be crowfoot or pronger. Yeah. Right? Ovechkin or Schlegel, someone's going to lose a tooth someone's on the ring or in the auditorium. You know what's cool, though? I picture because Indians were like natural-born hunters. I mean, they were a tribal people. They, The North American Indian hunted buffalo and antelope. And I almost wonder if just because instinctually he was a gifted, uh, from a culture of gifted hunters, if when he spit those teeth... They like stuck into that lady's head in a pattern, like as if you know, like a death spit, like the spit those teeth into her temple or something. It Did hit anything every like last that happen? pressure point to yeah. completely paralyze her, and then he just went by, <laughs> scalped her, <laughs> like little blow darts. Yeah, all. that's what or I mean. They're a great group of uh, you know shamanistic people where they make homemade medicines and cures. His granddad immediately gallops in an elk form, transforms into the human that we all know he is, quit fronting, all right, reaches into his little shaman pouch, pulls out a beaver tooth, wedges it in place, tells him to finish. He gets it right except for the last letter. Suck it, Crowfoot. I still win. All right, here's nice. your cholera-covered blanket. Wow. I'm going to be on the pinta if you need me. The deuce is on the loose. The deuce is on the loose. Good stories. Good stories by our friend Justin Schlegel. 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 I'm never going to get it right. It's all right. Um, Hank Williams. Well, great stuff. Um, you know, I hate to say it, buddy, but we are... Are we done? Are we out of time already? We are at the end of the, the podcast. But uh, I thought the you know, Harlan Highway was longer than this. Well, you know what we're going to do right here, right now, because you're the deuce and you do everything in twos. Twice. I'm inviting you back to do another one. Uh, Let's do you, a second. You want to do one? Can you come back in like uh, like a couple of weeks and we'll do we'll do uh, part two of the deuce? Let's do part two of the deuce. Let's deuce it up. Let's do deuce squared. All right. Well, let me tell the folks here a bit about you. Justin is uh, a, an amazing comedian. He uh, hails from uh, the Baltimore, Washington, D.C. area. Soon to be L.A. He's move, He's making the big move to, to give him the stand-up routine in L.A., as Billy Joel once sang. And uh, he is fantastic, and I'm going to give him the floor right here because I want you to uh, tell people who are listening to the Harland Highway uh, where they can find out more, where they can see you, where they can go to your your MySpace, your Facebook, buy your merchandise. Well, what do you got? Where can they find you? Very simple. If you go to funnyjustin.com, because justinschlegel.com is friggin' impossible yeah, for anybody it. other than an MIT graduate. I can't even spell. say it. So. No, nobody in my family can pronounce it. Yeah. So go to funnyjustin.com. If you're on Twitter, go to Twitter backslash funnyjustin. I'm on Facebook. Uh, if you go to the funnyjustin.com website, then the very first page, there's big, easy-to-look-at-click links to the Twitter, Facebook, and my uh, my kick 
page. Have you ever done kick, Q-I-K? Uh, kicking's hurtful, so I don't do that. I like to scratch, but I tell me scratch. about your kick page. The kick page is cool. It's a new, tw- it's like video Twitter now. Oh, where boy. Now like there's a, another thing I got to join. Huh. thing that you have to saddle your, your stallion up to there, Budweiser horsey. <laughs> it's a, uh, and, oh, I do, it's regular little video blogs myself. Where oh, good. I, uh, it's like a Twitter where I just basically I just hold my my smartphone up. I record little thirty to minute second uh, minute to you know 30, ninety second clips, and there's a link to that. Um, How often do you do, are the new clips up there? All over the place. I sometimes do four a day, then I won't awesome. go a week. And so, it's, awesome. but I'm always and it's not just stand up. I'm I, I I do toy collecting. I hang out at playgrounds. I love candy. Nice, all right? nice. I go rope shopping. All right. You know, yeah. I love panel vans. Love oh, secrets. Oh. Love big hands and small tears. Visit my website. Wow, wow, I'll nice. Be there. I love tight jeans and small <laughs> eyes. I like long hair and thin ears. Wow, Pump it's getting lips, creepy. Long it's getting teeth. Really kind of had me and then lost me. But let me get you back with yeah. some chocolate covered strawberries and a kneecap rub. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got me back right <laughs> oh, at the yeah. end. I hope uh, he gets you back, folks. I'm sure he will. Check out uh, all his sites, all his. Uh, his stuff. He's hilarious. Um, you're going to be hearing a lot from Justin in the uh, days, months, and years to come. Uh, buddy, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I can't wait. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. And come we'll, on uh, back and we'll visit. We'll the second part of the uh, Chapter 2 of The Deuce. Who knows? One day, possibly the trilogy for all the unanswered questions. Wow. Wow. We can only hope. We can only pray. Uh, folks, uh, great having you along here uh, with my special guest, Justin, on the Harland Highway. Uh, look forward to talking to him again soon. And until next time, as always, chicken chow, main baby.